0: Welcome to the PVYA Orthodox Youth Podcast. We are at the North American Youth Conference. My name is Sasha, and today we are interviewing Phil to discuss our interactions with our non-Orthodox friends. Hey. So so today, um, in this day and age, clearly there's a lot of um, conflict between people who are religious and people who, are, who aren't religious, and there's many different lifestyles. How do you manage to keep your lifestyle with unorthodox friends separate from your orthodox life
1: well I would say that I don't really separate them as much as I really like want to Um, not want to but in terms of how I have it now I kind of want it closer than it is now but it's kind of just like how natural it comes you know I go to school with kids that aren't Russian Orthodox and that's fine but I go to a um, a religious private school that everyone is pretty religious uh, and everyone cares about going to mass services that we hold. So whenever I talk to my friends about Russian Orthodoxy, it's very natural because they understand because they're also religious. And I'll even like, whenever I think of something is re- that that they'll appreciate, uh, that I think is really beautiful about Russian Russian Orthodoxy. I'll, I'll talk to them about it. And in that case, I'm kind of trying to bring it together. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that they will never really fully understand unless they're putting time and effort to look into Russian Orthodoxy, they're not really, it, it's not ever really going to be the same is having Russian Orthodox friends.
0: But you do have conversations about religion with your other friends who maybe aren't the same religion or aren't religious at all. Yeah. You, you still have, like, that middle ground that you can talk to them. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Do you Have you ever had, like, any awkward experiences with people, like, talking about religion or the fact that you are Russian Orthodox or they are something else?
1: Not really. Um, I've never really come across, like, an idea where it was one religion thought one thing, and Russian Orthodoxy thought something else. We've never really come across that. We don't really talk about the politics behind religion. We kinda just talk about what we love about our religions, which is really nice, because that's what you should be focusing on in the first place.
0: Yeah. How um, How do you manage your time with friends that, let's say, aren't as religious, and they do things that you wouldn't do because of your religion?
1: It's definitely difficult to explain, like, how I'm going to services so often and for so long. Like, my friends still don't fully understand how a Hierarch service can be, like, three-plus hours, and they're having these small services that can take, like, 45 minutes. Um, They don't really fully understand that yet, but it's funny to talk about. It's kind of like not necessarily, like... Bragging, but like, I'm kind of like, hey, look, you go to church for 45 minutes. I go for three hours. So like, mm-hmm. I'm better than you. No, I don't actually say that. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's it's really funny because they don't fully understand, mm-hmm. but they realize how important it is to me because I'm able to put in that like time commitment mm-hmm. and um, talk about Russian Orthodoxy in my free time and go to youth conferences. Uh, they will Mm -hmm. never really fully understand, but Mm -hmm. they understand how much it means to me.
0: So um, from what I'm hearing, you've had a lot of positive experiences, especially with all the people surrounding you. Do you think that, like right now, there are more people who have more positive experiences with difference in religion, or do do you think that there's more negative outcomes?
1: That's a really good question. I think that depending on the people who you're talking to, it can lead to different things mm-hmm. cuz whenever i talk to people about russian orthodoxy i always try to like never emphasize the fact that oh russian russian orthodoxy is better than whatever religion you have mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of too much it's it's too much for people to like understand and it's just like it would only cause conflict you know mm-hmm. um So when we're, like, comparing different religions and talking about how Russian Orthodoxy is different, we never really get into the negatives because they never bring something like that up Mm -hmm. against Russian Russian Orthodoxy, and I don't bring that up against their religion.
0: Do you have, like, a point, maybe it hasn't come to it, but do you have points where, like, you would draw the line and maybe... End a friendship or end a relationship with somebody because of like something they said or the way they acted towards you because of your religion?
1: Not really. I would say that I've never really, like, I can't think of, of an example. Can you think of like an example that would like cross the um, line?
0: Well, I mean, religion is very like, it's like politics. It's very, it gets heated yeah. sometimes. And some people don't understand, like, some people won't respect you, but from what I hear, you have really great friends. Yeah. But do you think that, um, Do you have somewhere inside of you, in your head, things that you think if people said this or did this, you, like, couldn't communicate with them anymore because of your religion?
1: I think there are definitely aspects of things that people have said to me that would cause other people to, like, break things off. But I've just never been that type of person Mm -hmm. to cut someone off because of one thing they said, you know. But they are total instances like that just like especially with the war against uh with russia and ukraine a lot of things came up about that a lot of jokes for weeks i was a russian spy for a couple weeks um at school and some people might take that really poorly but it's just to me it's i know it's not super serious and whenever Mm -hmm. something super serious does kind of come up um which it almost never does, Mm -hmm. I kind of just take it with a grain of salt and just think, like, okay, I don't think they fully understand what they're talking about, so I'm just going to let that slide instead of just going off on them and saying, you don't know what
2: you're talking about.
0: Yeah. But would you say that the majority of, like, the people you surround yourself with are, in fact, Russian Orthodox, or do you think that you have a good balance of both?
1: Well, it's kind of hard because I live in New York City, Mm -hmm. um, and you'd think that oh New York City it's a big city there are a lot of people a lot of Russian Russian Orthodox people but it's really not like that Mm -hmm. especially because a lot of the Russian Orthodox people that live in the city aren't super invested in Russian Orthodoxy Mm -hmm. so um, I kind of see myself whenever I'm in the city and I'm at school um, I'm surrounding myself with non-Russian Russian Orthodox people, but I don't let that ever change me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's just, I don't want to say it's a personality trait of mine. It's yeah. just, I don't it's let people change me life. easily. Yeah. Like I'm open to growth mm-hmm. on almost everything except religion. Mm-hmm. You will never change that about me.
0: Being Orthodox is obviously your whole life. Um, yeah. Is there any final takeaways that, like, you have done personally differently that you think, like, if you weren't Orthodox, you wouldn't do it?
1: Um, I guess, like, what do you mean? Like, what type of things?
0: So being Orthodox, obviously, you go to all these long services and um, you're friends with people who respect you or who understand how important religion yeah. is to you. Are there any takeaways from being Orthodox that you see from other people that you don't think you would ever do
1: I guess if I wasn't Russian Orthodox I just I wouldn't focus on religion as much you know when I feel like what Bishop James said I think it was Bishop James who mentioned at the end of his speech which was really um what I thought was really interesting what he said was a lot of Western religions change with the times Mm -hmm. but Russian Orthodoxy doesn't, you Mm -hmm. know, um, West, a bunch of Western religions will change specifically to what's going on Mm -hmm. in the secular world, but Russian Orthodoxy won't. So I feel like I would be a more easy to move person. I wouldn't care that much about religion Mm -hmm. because it changes so easily. Yeah you just you would have such a vague aspect of what religion really is and not have it pinpointed like Russian Orthodoxy does. And because of that, I guess that would change my personality too. I would be more vague and not a specific person like I feel like I
3: am.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you.
3: My name is Nicole and today we are interviewing Yura to discuss our interactions with non-orthodox friends. So Yura, my first question to you would be, how do you interact with your non-orthodox friends? What does that question mean to you?
2: I'd say that I interact with my non-orthodox friends in a very similar way that I interact with my orthodox friends. Um, The main difference is just when I'm with my orthodox friends, I discuss stuff like church and, um, you know, stuff that's just related to orthodoxy, whereas with my non-orthodox friends, I don't talk about that.
3: Okay, and for those who don't know what orthodox is, may you define what being an orthodox means to you?
2: Um, It means staying, staying true to the beliefs that you hold and that were taught to you, and, um, you know, making a good effort to go to church as often as possible, um pray when you can and always try to, you know, keep a good, um, peaceful state of mind and uh, be kind to the people around you.
3: Good, thank you. And speaking on how we interact with our non-Orthodox friends, how can we spend our times with non-Orthodoxy in comparison to Orthodox friends? So how do you interact with um, those who, have the same beliefs as you in comparison to those who don't?
2: I interact, kind of like I said earlier, the same way with the exception that when I'm with my Orthodox friends, I discuss Orthodoxy, I discuss going to church, I discuss, you know, um, that type of stuff. And um, with my Orthodox friends, I obviously also talk about other things like sports, music, stuff that, uh, other things that interest us and that we have in common, and the main difference with the non-Orthodox friends is that it's exclusive to that type of stuff.
3: So you don't find a struggle into coming to someone who may not be the same religion as you, and speaking of a problem in your life. Would you find complications there, or?
2: No, um, I feel comfortable approaching any of my friends as long as we're close enough about problems in my life.
3: So when it comes to religion, um and disagreements, do you guys communicate civilly?
2: Almost a hundred percent of the time the discussions are very civil. Um you know, I think it's very important to just express your beliefs, what you believe, why you think it's right, um, without, you know, trying to push and force your beliefs on other people and obviously for them to be respectful towards me, they should be doing the same thing.
3: And so when it comes to communicating civilly, are there some boundaries that should or should not be crossed when talking upon religion and um, your friends having other beliefs as well, such as being agnostic or have faith in a different belief?
2: Yeah, like not being rude about expressing your beliefs or being forceful about expressing her beliefs.
3: Okay, and was there a time where a friend or someone close to you disrespected your religion?
2: There was this one time where um, one of my friends that I was talking to, they had a very bad experience with religion growing up, and the way they saw it, um, religion causes a lot of divides and conflicts between people, and they were just very forceful in expressing that, saying that, There's nothing good that comes from it. But at the end, they said sorry that they were disrespectful and rude.
3: And after that apology, do you still interact with that individual?
2: Since they apologized and they were very sincere in that apology, yeah, I do.
3: And after that final interaction, more conversations to continue from there on. Has it happened again with that friend or someone else?
2: It hasn't happened again, but we don't, like, avoid it.
3: So you guys still communicate about culture and religion and how you identify as an individual with that same person?
2: Yeah. That um, conversation hasn't come up since then, but we don't really avo- uh, avoid it. I just haven't seen them that much since then, but like I said, we don't avoid each other, and I think it's very important um, to recognize that we don't live in an isolated world where, we're only around Orthodox people, you're always going to have your differences with um, other people, with other individuals, and um, that as long as both sides are respectful to each other and you know hold a conversation versus uh, argument where you know you just go at each other's throats, then that's very important.
3: That's really good, Yura. I totally agree when you said that we can't live in an isolated world where we just follow one perspective, and we also have to be respectful of others' beliefs. And it's really nice to know that you are able to still interact with a friend that learned, and you guys learned together and are able to move past things together as well. And so one of my final questions will be, what was your takeaway, and and what have you learned from that experience?
2: What I've learned from that experience is that even if there is an incident um, where someone doesn't conduct themselves in the way that, you know, they should, um, actually like a part of being Orthodox would be to forgive that person if, you know, they're asking for forgiveness and um, move on and just, that, um, you know, kind of treat others how you want to be treated. There are times that we ourselves, you know, might be a little rude or disrespectful or forceful in expressing our beliefs and uh, that we should view both sides equally.
3: Thank you, Yura. So if we can take something from today is that you must be respectful to yourself and to others and always to stand by your values in what you believe in and never strain away from who you are as a person.